Hey everybody, this is Nathan with uh, my lovely wife Kim, and we are here on The Birds and the Lees, which is our little podcast that we like to do about uh, being a family in ministry. We have been in ministry for several years, well many years actually, now we're getting up there. And uh, we've done a few episodes so far. We've actually taken a little bit of a hiatus and uh, <laughs> took a break for a little bit. I mean, like, yeah. what, six we, months? Well, we did like two episodes and then realized... Well, we have four. Do we? Okay, yeah, we have so four we, out. We had four and then we had a hard time figuring out how to tell our story together. Yeah, and there were time issues and some things mm-hmm. like that trying to get them lined up. So uh, we did a little bit of a regroup and we decided, you know what, the best place to... Uh, go is really to the beginning and then from there we can launch into other topics right and maybe have uh, other people join in that conversation yes. which would be great we'd love to do that and so what we decided was we would go back and do this uh, kind of like the chapters in a book and that's how Kim's described it where we tell our stories we we start from the very beginning as as individuals and then obviously at some point we come together as a married couple um, and you know how that shaped us. And, you know, we have lots of experiences as everybody does, um, that contribute to the people you are. And mm-hmm. so that's kind of what we want to do in these first, uh, few. And then from there we would build into a much bigger picture. And so what we decided was tonight, um, because my voice is, uh, often, uh, if you listen to the other episodes, I do a lot of talking. What we decided was we would give over this first chapter to Kim herself so she can, uh, share about herself and uh, along the way, you know, ask questions and maybe we can uh, dig deep into that. And mm-hmm. hopefully, you know, in a half hour or 45 minutes, you can at least begin to give a or begin to have a picture of uh, who she is. And then, you know, we'll learn a little bit about me later. Yep. So, Kim, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to just yield the uh, yield the mic over to you and let you go. OK, Um. so. I was born and raised in Dallas. Uh, Family spent most holidays in Dallas, have some in Mobile, but Mobile, Alabama, but we just didn't go there very often. Um, Maybe for once a year or so just to visit family. Uh, Parents got divorced when I was about 10. And very long story short, uh, my parents gave me the option of where to, to live at my mom's or my dad's. So I chose my dad's. Um, And I had a great example in a father. He was a really great guy and really um, steadfast in being a biblical parent as as close as he could be. Had a really good support system of some great friends who um, walked beside him in that journey and really engaged um, him in growing me in biblical ways from the very beginning through his behavior and how he interacted with me. So he modeled a lot of that yeah. to you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So uh, if I may ask, um, mm-hmm. because it's, it's, it's definitely not something you hear very often, um, that a, a, a girl, a uh, young lady chooses right. to live with her dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if that's something you would want to talk about, what was it that stood out about wanting to live with your dad? Um, I think that he and I had a connection that was mm-hmm. just really deep. And my mom is a great person and she has, um, she is, she put in her time as a parent for sure. But for some reason he and I just had a connection and that worked for us and how it all panned out. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's understandable. I think, uh, everybody there's, we love our parents. 
Mm -hmm. um, but you know, there's affinities to things you're interested in. There's personalities. Um, and I definitely was a casualty or not a casualty, but a, um, the typical teen where I hated my mom when I was a teenager. And then as I got older, all of a sudden I appreciated her. Well, and, and we'll find out like, you know, as teenagers, it tends to be with guys, we have a thing with our dads. Right. And, and we have this conflict with our dads. Right. And, um, I think, that, again, like you said, that's a that's a teenage thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Well, go ahead. And and uh, so you you lived with your dad. How long did you live with your dad? I did. I lived with him from about 13 to, well, uh, two years into college. I went to community college. Okay. So, so you stayed at home during community <coughs> college. Yeah. Okay. So I, um, for those who live in the Dallas area, I went to Lake Highlands High School and graduated from there, stayed at my dad's house for two years, going to Richland, which is mm -hmm. right around the corner. Um, did some ministry there um, and enjoyed a lot of what I did there on my own, kind of without my dad's direction at a different church, that kind of thing. Uh, went to UNT mm -hmm. for three years, getting my undergrad in child development and family studies education, and then went on to get my master's in counseling. Okay. Uh, and that's about a time we met uh -huh. was when yeah. you were finishing that up, actually. Mm -hmm. um, well, I'm going to take a step back real quick yeah. and uh, describe uh, maybe uh, you said you lived with your dad beginning at 13, which is a mm -hmm. super formative time, right? You're, yes. you're entering into your teenage years. Yes. What, what was that like? I mean, you're you're a young lady. Um, all uh -huh. of these things, obviously, you're going through a lot of change. Right. Um, not only just your, your life is changing, but obviously the physical stuff. and. Mm -hmm. Uh, you're hitting puberty and whatnot. How, what was high school uh, like and middle school for that fact for you? Um, I think because my dad never remarried, I, I had a lot of women that surrounded me and really engaged uh, me to talk about the tough topics. Mm -hmm. So because there was no woman in the house necessarily, there were some things that I just didn't care about or pick up on gotcha. from men and often um boys or men would like me and I would just not know it yeah you just didn't pick up on it yeah and it was not intentional and I I had great friendships and I know I still know to this day a lot of the men that I hung out with when they were younger um but I think because of my dad my closeness with my dad I can appreciate a really solid guy friendship to this day mm -hmm. yeah and I've seen that that uh, we used to joke when we were doing college ministry that uh, we would have a bible study at our house and uh, the boys would come in and sit at your feet to learn all sorts of you know in, you know important things about being uh, <laughs> young college men and everybody ignored me so you well. know you definitely had good relationships with uh, I think you had you have very good solid relationships with uh, with men and can comfortably and appropriately navigate those and yeah you have a boldness to you so um you and I obviously this is where you know it's how do you dig down in the story because you and right. I obviously know things about each other right trying um, to remember what to ask about so you know you have a dad who uh, is raising a young lady how did he you know we've said you had a great relationship so how did he do with the uh, just the day-to-day -day, uh, navigating the girl <laughs> stuff um, he did pretty well I mean when it comes to maturity and the physical things that went on he would ask friends to help or to yeah. you know just make sure I remember some phone calls to friends where he would make sure he got the right things or he was always willing to step up, and it never embarrassed him. Yeah. 
but um, he did fine. Yeah. Well, I no, mean, and that's I like, mean, dads, if you have any concerns about being a great girl dad, it is not rocket science. You just try. Yeah, you just <laughs> well, and and you know, I'm not always been the. We have a daughter, and I've not always been the best girl yep. dad, but uh, there's been some. Uh, there's some joking, uh, humorous yeah. stories and things like that, but it, it really is, it's not the frightening thing that everybody uh, makes it out to be or many no. people make it out Just to be. Just step up and try. Yeah. So you uh, you <coughs> navigate middle school, you know, yep. uh, skelet- skeleton earrings <laughs> and all. Yeah. yeah, there is a yearbook picture that I have skeleton earrings on. That's true. It was Halloween day. And I looked super cool yeah, in my yeah. Halloween. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, you know. So you so my dad was a big part of my youth group. He okay. volunteered um, every week and was, I guess, what you could call an interim youth pastor. Yeah, he would be a, so yeah, an interim. In yeah. between, he was more than once the person that kind of took over the youth department for a week or a month while we were in between youth pastors. Mm-hmm. Um, and he would run the Bible studies and do all the fun games. His favorite was to do like, you know, all churches have their big, either it's a one day event for new incoming seventh graders for the youth group or a week event or one event every week. It just depends how your church does it. He loved planning those. (laughs) So um, he loved water balloon fights in particular. (laughs) Yeah. You've always told me he was, he was the prankster. He was the fun. And even to the point where when we, after we got married, he would, he, he helped us with uh, uh, events or or whatever. And he loved to do that. He just loved to be around students. Very giving person and very, um, anything he had was certainly laid out for Mm -hmm. whatever purpose it could be used. Mm -hmm. Well, so you you may get through high school. Um, yep. Obviously, you you had you know the typical uh, high school experience, right? Yeah, I went to Lake Highlands. I um, had a job. I was oh, I was a lifeguard, and I was a I was a waitress, and I worked at after school care facilities. You know, mm-hmm. dated three guys in one night. <laughs> well, there was an incident one night. <laughs> So, I gotta make it. I gotta make it like surprising and, and spice things up by throwing yeah. stuff at her that I didn't say I was gonna right. bring up. Nope, didn't say that. Uh, yeah, there was a night where I didn't realize that I was gonna meet one guy just to have coffee, and I, again, it goes back to not realizing what is and is not mm-hmm. somebody. So we were gonna have coffee, and then I was gonna meet a guy to go to a play at school. Once again, I didn't realize, and then. After that, there was another friend I was going to go to a party with, and I, at the end of the night, realized what I had done, <laughs> and I felt terrible. Yeah, it, well, and, and again, not intentional, was, not intentional, not intentional, just not aware of what's happening. But I really felt bad that I, the guy I went to coffee with, <laughs> I had dropped me off and sat next to me, and on the, at the play, and on the other side of me was the guy. Oh, I never heard <laughs> this part. Really? Yeah, so it was so we walked in, he was going to the play and we hadn't talked about it. So we walked in together and I went to go find the other guy and the first guy, coffee guy, followed me in where I sat down next to play guy and had one on each side. I did not know that part <laughs> of the story, but that story is that yeah. much better now. Yeah. All right. Well So that was when I realized what I had done. 
<laughs> well, what you're going to find in Kim's story is that relationships are a very fascinating part of her <laughs> experience. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. uh, you know, that's a, you know, you go to college, you go to UNT, and you've told me that, uh, you know, um, college was difficult for you in many ways. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I struggled in high school. That's part of my um, ministry story, or my, I, not ministry story, really my personal story with Jesus is my struggle in high school was very real, and I barely passed. And mm-hmm. then college was um, much easier, and God just really provided some wisdom and grace and how um, focusing on one thing can really help you get through that time. Yeah, yeah. And we've talked about, uh, you know, obviously as a child you struggled with the so a lot of learning issues yep. and uh, learning disabilities and uh-huh. things like that. And yet, um, you know, you have a, a master's degree. Mm-hmm. In education, specifically mm-hmm. counseling. Yep, mm-hmm. which you completed in complete record time. With Yeah, I actually completed the program in 18 months. Um, all of my classes were done in 12. It was mm-hmm. a very short timeline. But, um, yeah, it was just through grace and... Um, learning how to understand that my disability does not have to rule my grades. Yeah. Yeah. And in the, in the in interim of all this, you know, you're, li- you're living, I should say mm-hmm. a, a pretty normal post yeah. post high school life. Yeah. Um, you know, you are, uh, you have relationships with friends, you know, at one point yeah. you were mentoring a group of girls, if I'm correct. Yeah. That's yeah. So in uh, starting in, well, right after I graduated, I can't remember if it started in high school or right after college, but for six years I mentored um, about 20 girls through mm-hmm. their junior high and high school experience. Yeah. And of which one in particular you're very close yeah. with today. Yeah. we. I mean, I we still talk when she, she lives out of the country, but she comes in on occasion and we have dinner. And we just had dinner about two weeks ago with her. I get to them. hold her babies and yep. all those things. So, yeah, it's really fun to watch those relationships grow. And it's great when you have a friend who lives overseas in a <laughs> tropical location and you can go <laughs> yeah. visit her and there's always a beach. Yeah, yeah but yeah. but what's even greater is the girl talk on that beach. Well, so. yes. Well, I didn't and go for that. Right. I, I just went for the beach at one point. So. Yeah. Um, well, that's cool. And, yeah. uh, you know, obviously, you know where I'm going. There's mm-hmm. there's a big story mm-hmm. that's a very formative story for you. And uh, yeah. when we tell it, uh, it either gets one of two reactions. It, Are it, we going to tell it tonight? Well, we don't have to tell it tonight. This could be the first, first part of a part, okay. however many. But, uh, you know, if you had to look back, you know what? We're going to table that one for later. We're, Ooh, it's we're, a tease. It's a tease. You're going to hear nice. about it later. But I do want to go back a little bit. Yeah. Um, if, if you had to go back and uh, look at your life up to, uh, mm-hmm. let's just say, let's just say uh, college. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not going to go, we'll do, we'll do post-college graduate level right. stuff at another episode. Right. But um, if you had to go back and look, you know, obviously there's the formative big events of your life like your parents getting divorced right um you know you live with your dad Uh, what would you say were the biggest um lessons in terms of like uh and I'm I'm trying to put my head around what I'm trying to ask is Mm -hmm. what were the outside of those milestones those Mm -hmm. big events what were the other milestones in your life that may have sprung from those that you developed uh something that would have fed into ministry and family and life later on? Um, I think most certainly my dad's desire to serve the church, mm-hmm. even being single. Okay. 
Um, one of my hot points I can go on and on about is how the church as a whole does not serve the single community well. Mm. Um, as in engaging them and finding places for them in the church that they can just love and serve and be part of the community without feeling like an outcast. Okay. Yeah. And we've talked about that because, uh, in my role right now, I'm the family pastor mm-hmm. and how do you define that in a church where you right. have many people who are either uh, single, never been married, widowers, right. you know, however, wherever mm-hmm. station they're in life where, uh, they live on their own or whatnot. It, it's hard to, you know, at times to define what family ministry is and we're having to uh, explore those definitions of it. And I think uh, having you, you known your dad for even the short time that I did, I knew yeah. that that was a big deal. And uh, the relationships he had with those around him, that was something they always said was he was very willing to be uh, involved in the body life yeah. of a church. Yeah, his his relationship with Christ did not change or diminish because he was single. Yeah, that didn't impact it. Mm-hmm. In fact, you've told me that that's when he threw himself even more into it, probably more intensely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. When he realized that now he's raising this girl. Right. Um, she's chosen to live with him, and and he's raising her on his own. Yeah. Um, that he threw himself into it even more as an example to you. Yeah, and I think there was some. Uh, you know, the divorce happened and no divorce is 100% one person's fault. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to figure out where his fault was and how he needed to fix that in his life moving forward. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. So you have uh, your, your dad teaching you how to serve, mm-hmm. um, which obviously is very much a, a giftedness. I would say even in the spiritual gift realm, that, yeah. that's definitely hospitality and yeah. uh, definitely caring for people, which is what I see. Um, and one of the things I love about you, um, is how you care for people, um, including your family. Um, but if you were to, uh, if you were to look back at your childhood, what would you think is the most important positive moment for you or time period? Most important positive time period. However you want to define that. That's tricky. Yeah, that is a tricky one, isn't it? Oh, that's big. Um, I think, so, my dad gave me a car when I was, um, like, 13 or 14. Why don't you tell him what kind of car he got you? (laughs) It was a 68 Mustang Fastback. Yes. Now, most of us, yeah, okay, but. It did not run. It did not run. Yeah. I mean, it kind of iffy ran. (laughs) He had to get it home. So. Uh, no, there was a trailer. Oh, there was a trailer. Yeah, he didn't drive. There okay. was a trailer involved. Uh, so the deal was he gave me the car and said, it's mine, but I had to make it run. Mm-hmm. So at 14, I started working on my car on the weekends and that's what I did for much of my middle school life. Cause we went to high school later. Mm-hmm. So ninth grade was at the junior high level. Um, so I spent the weekends in the garage working on the car. Okay. And that time to grow confidence in who I was as a person Mm -hmm. and to know that I make okay choices. Yeah. And they're choices that won't really hurt me, even if I get it wrong. Well, it's a huge project to be undertaken for a 14 year old, right? Right. You got to have that. Yeah. So to learn those life lessons, I would say that from zero to 16 was probably one of the best times of my life Mm. because it was just me in that car for many weekends. Yeah. Yeah. 
And your dad was involved in that. I mean, yeah, obviously, he, he didn't leave you. Right. She had that time together as well, yeah. accomplishing something. But together. he would often give me huge tasks that were, you know, you need to get all the grease off of this one area of the car. Or in order to go to this next step, mm-hmm. we've got to remove this. And so it would take me three weekends to do it well without ruining anything else. Yeah. yeah. And I just, I mean, you know, pulling out the radio. I remember that moment when I was like, I finally got finally it. Finally got it. Uh, yeah, an yeah. original radio out, yeah. of a, out of a 68 <laughs> yeah. Mustang. Yeah. Yeah, because it needed some work and um, yeah. it needed to be updated. It's Just not like the drop-ins we have now. No. So, yeah, that that was definitely the best. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if you had to uh, sum up the childhood mm-hmm. portion of your life in two words, three words, what would you say? Learned. Okay. Uh, Grace filled. Okay. And. And it could be two words. Yep, that we're going to go with Learned and grace filled. So you're learning, and there was a lot of grace that uh, impacted your life. Yep. So. Anything else you want to, because we're making this episodic. So, I mean, the childhood part isn't that, you know, not going to be super long. Like the helicopter view of my life was pretty normal family. They got divorced, which to be very real is pretty normal. Yeah, this day and age, (laughs) it is very normal. Yeah, it was very normal. Um, And the only thing that was truly on a helicopter level abnormal would be that I lived with my dad, but he was very normal yeah he was yeah (laughs) just a normal guy so outside of what maybe the cultural perception is you know you choose to live with dad and there's still people who go really that's interesting yeah um pretty normal money was hard sometimes sometimes it wasn't yeah how did Um, that what did that do for you oh it taught me great lessons Mm -hmm. but how about uh how about just uh, a perception of things you know if money's tight or if money's tight it's very stressful on Uh me Yeah, that's hard sometimes to know the ramifications of what can happen. Um, But I don't know many people who didn't have a chance to go through that. So I would say that's a pretty normal Mm -hmm. circumstance for most people growing up. That at some point they know that there's a financial hardship. Yeah, yeah. So... Well, is there anything else you want to add? No, I think that's a good overview. That's a good start. Yeah, 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 just kind of a basic of who I am. Okay. Well, um, what we'll do now is we will uh, we'll, uh, kind of end here for now. And we'll, yep. uh, uh, coming weeks, we'll have the second chapter of Kim's life and uh, kind of where she. <laughs> oh, is that what we're doing? Yes, we're doing Kim's. Uh, I don't know. There's one reason he wants to do I this. I do. The, I want to get to chapter two. No. Um, now, we'll, we'll stay here for a little bit. And uh, hopefully, what you'll do is you get to know us. And, and from there, Maybe there's some shared experience and and some things yeah. that you guys uh, relate to that yeah. uh, we'd love to talk to you about. Love to hear from you about. Um, if you'd like to get in touch with us, you can reach us at the podcasting lees at gmail dot com. You can check out our uh, the podcast on uh, you know uh, iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. Uh, you can go to our uh, transistor page. Um, but we're on Spotify too. So, hey, we really appreciate you guys listening, and, and hopefully in this you guys will uh, maybe, like we said, relate to some things we're talking about. 
Um, at the same time, uh, maybe it'll spark conversation with you, with your family, with your friends, and maybe even with us. And we'd love to hear from you. So yeah. uh, until next time, this is Nathan. And this is Kim. And uh, we hope you have a great week. Thank you.